Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And good day to you. This is Brad Zockel once again in Questions About Heaven. And today we talk about something which uh, kind of sounds morbid, but and yet it's so important for us. And we talk about death today. That'll be our subject. What does the Bible say about death? Now, I don't want you to feel that I'm getting over-trivialized here. We're constantly talking about heaven and what happens when we cross the threshold of death. But let's stop at that speed bump, that threshold, uh, that stumbling block into man's sanity, and it's called death. And this itself is a fearful thing. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 14 says that this is the conception of death has been used by the enemy to terrify the Christian, terrify mankind altogether. The book of Ecclesiastes, you can see the dread as death comes to the door of the writer Solomon, and he talks about life has been nothing if I'm not thinking about eternity. And then you turn around and you go to Luke chapter 6 and verse 21, and it says, you're going to laugh. In the afterlife, which the Christian knows is, knows is heaven, and you are going to laugh. It says in Isaiah 65 that this place, verse 17, will be a delight for the people of God. So how can we talk about death being so horrible, so terrible, and yet we can look at it and we can face it with confidence? Well, let's look at death. What does the Bible say exactly about death itself? Well, we know, you know, the Bible says that death is a result of sin. It's, the, it's here because it is a consequence of the sin of mankind. But then I'm going to flip you back. And then it says in John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, even though he dies, yet will he live. So you're getting into a lot of one side, other side, up, down, opposite sounding um, information here. Okay. Christians, do Christians die? Of course they die. But then they live. Yes, they do live. And you're saying it comes becomes delightful. Yes, Isaiah 65, verses 18 and 19, God says specifically, the destination of my people, the Christians, are going, it's going to be a place of delight for my people because they're a delight. And then Revelation chapter 14, verse 13 says, blessed are those who die in the Lord, they will rest from their labors, rest from agitation and anxiety about dying. And we see that all kinds of wonderful things going on in heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, we'll judge over angels. We will serve the Lord in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 4. We'll get to see his face. Revelation chapter 6, we talk with him. Whoa, I mean, all of this stuff. But then we go back to this difficult doorway called death. All right, let's talk about that today. And when you're talking with somebody who has been touched by death, my family has been touched by death, and I have no doubt many, many people listening to this podcast, you have had uh, those in your family. COVID took a lot of lives. Accidents take a lot of lives. Cancer takes lives. Close ones, young ones, old ones, accidents, uh, thievery and uh, murders and violent crimes take lives and such. And so we're constantly worried about this one enemy 
Well, then we see this. When I looked through the scripture and I thought, well, now what are we going to see about what actually happens to death itself? You know, as if death was this great enemy. Well, what happens there? Well, I look at this and then, of course, I see that Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3 says, the wondrous thing, one of the most impactful statements to me about our condition, when we get into the front of Jesus, we cannot have sin on us. Well, Jesus took that to the cross to make us right with him. And when we come to him and ask him that we can identify with him, we have our faith in him, we give our sins to him, we give our lives to him. And he says, fine, you know, this is absolutely wonderful because you're accepting the gift. And that's found in Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine. It is a gift. We don't earn it. You're accepting my gift. Wonderful. And that gift includes adoption. And with that, the Holy Spirit tells us we're not talking about death now. Now we're talking about being born again. So Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet he lives. Then I come to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26, and it tells me, of all the enemies I've ever faced in my life, whether those were challenges financially, spiritually, maybe even mortally, we've, I've had some, uh, some persecutions from people, maybe, we're talking about something like that, but there's one last enemy on this earth, assigned by the enemy himself, by the satanic forces, and a result of the curse, and that is death the last enemy. So isn't it something when we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26, and it says the last enemy that's destroyed, all these other ones have been taken care of. There's one more on the battlefield and he is going down and he is death. And if you're in this podcast, if you are a believer, it doesn't matter whether you're infirm or you're elderly, you're shut in, you're sickly, whatever, you will see death taken down because it's Christ in you. It's the power within you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And in your face, you will see death be destroyed because you step into the life. Your body transitions into the heavenly realm. And it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26, the last enemy destroyed is death. An amazing statement. I'll take you in further. Continue in the chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54, and it says this, death is, listen to this, swallowed up in victory. Now, you would think of some dignified thing here to be able to talk about death goes down, you know, to its knees and falls over, and there's all these anthropomorphic terms on death, but it says this, death gets gulped up, I mean, that's what it says. 1 Corinthians 15, 54. Death is swallowed up in victory. That's the whole thing. There's no remnant hanging outside. Gulped right down. All right? Death is swallowed. The Greek word is katapino. Katapino. Kata down. Pino being a drink. So it's saying that death is drunk down. And when you swallow something, it goes down in your gullet. It goes down into the depths of you. And it's gone. Nobody's going to ask you to open up your mouth and go, oh, yeah, chocolate milk, or, oh, look, well, look what you just swallowed there. And uh, that's interesting, the digestion process. It's gone. It's beyond the view of anybody outside of you once it's down. Well, that's death. It's gone. That's what we look at Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4, and it says that death is no more. There is no more. I mean, how more complete can you be than that? We see this great enemy that stood up. It was just a shadow. 
All right, 23rd Psalm. This death, oh, the shadows are very, very uh, uh, scary. And I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I won't fear that the evil will come to me because my hope is in my Savior, and he's guiding me. He's my shepherd. Wonderful time. And, and besides that, death has no dignity. He's swallowed up. It's like the angel, uh, I'm sorry, the angel that's called over at the final when Satan is finally defeated in the latter chapters of uh, the books of Revelation, and in the book of Revelation, the latter chapters, it says this, and an angel casts the demon, the head demon, Satan himself, into the pit. And I always find it fascinating, and I tell my students this, don't you find this interesting that we don't even know the name of the angel? It's kind of like the Lord says, you know, clean up on aisle six, just take care of it, or take care of my light work. And Satan, who wants all this dignity, and probably imagine if he was to go down, that all the angels would stand in line and salute him, and he would go down worthy, and they would clap with a tear in their eye. He was a good warrior. He, he, he doesn't get that. He gets the indignity of being cast into the pit by just an unnamed angel thrown in there undignified. And that's the same way here. Death is swallowed, gulped up in victory. Victory completely uh, swallows and a digest is for never more to be seen again. Then the death is gone. Death is no more. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4. Death is really, in Revelation chapter 20, verse 14, death is thrown into the grave. Death is thrown even more than that. It says a lake of fire. Anytime, symbolically, anytime you see fire in the Bible, it means holy judgment. So in a sense, death as the effect of sin has been judged and is thrown within the consuming judgment forever. Death was cast into the lake of fire. And so death gets judged. Death gets condemned. We are free. Our justification, which means just as if we'd never sinned, we are now free. Christ wins we win. Amazing. And so let's look at this and not so be so concerned at the intimidation death had had. As it says, then we turn and we say, Lord, I can't give you enough praise for what you've done. You've taken away the sting of death. That's what 1 Corinthians 5 said. Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? You don't win here. Thanks comes because our thanks comes because of the victory that we receive in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise the Father for that, who has made this way possible, that we, people of free will, can choose this grace, and we can enjoy this mercy to us, and we give God the praise. Once again, let's put it this way. We win because God wins in the end. Remember that. Think about that. Death goes down, and we go to a place of joy, Matthew chapter 25. Thank you so much. This is Brad Zogel. I appreciate you being here with me today as we talk about that doorway into heaven, which is intimidating on one side, but it's glorious because it will not, it will not defeat us, and that is death. We're merely transitioning, and it has no power, sway, or terror over us. Thanks so much. Take care. This is Brad, and Lord willing, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. 
or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.